0: My friend of the show, Colin Houston, to talk about some baseball.
1: How's it going?
0: Good. How are you?
1: I am great. You're in your kitchen. I am. Am Is that because
0: you are looking like a snack?
1: Ah, yeah, like a nice peanut butter jelly midnight snack.
0: Oh, (laughs) midnight snack. There we go. (laughs) That is now his name. This is four shenanigans after dark. Um, so, the, <laughs> no, it's not. These are after dark shenanigans. Everybody has their clothes on. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, so, Colin, let's start talking about the MLB. And I want to start off, the only thing i have seen or cared about in the mlb this year and that is a fight that happened a couple of weeks ago
1: <laughs> yeah i forgot about what
0: that. what happened there
1: i'm not a fan of either team but i so i have a limited knowledge of the whole situation but i think what happened was there's been bad blood between these two teams all season um, whether that's guys throwing at other guys or doing some other uh, dirty things on the field. And it just kind of escalated into that brawl. I think it was a brawl unlike anything I'd ever seen. Because you've got a pitcher who's out there on the mound talking to his coach. And then he just takes off and just runs towards their dugout and starts swinging. Which I think is...
0: It was a very nice swing, by the way.
1: Yeah, uh, I, he might have missed. He's a pitcher. Yeah, it was it was a haymaker. If he'd have landed it, it would have done some damage. <laughs> but you know, normally you see brawl. Somebody's throwing at somebody. Somebody charges the mound. Everybody goes out and pushes and hugs each other, and then five minutes later the game
0: starts. But that was just <laughs> that was intense. I mean, the, I, I saw, like, both, like, he went over there, and then both teams just went at it, and managers were going at it. Like, no one was trying to be the responsible person <laughs> in this. No, yeah. And uh, I think
1: I think both managers kind of have that bad blood, too, going back um, for the whole season. And then the coolest thing about Brawls is, is the, the bullpens, that they run from the bullpens, all the way across the field just to get in on the action, which is, I think, great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it, it only happens every so often. You don't want to miss out. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember one one thing that I remember about that uh, that fight was that there was a player involved um, who was unaware that he was no longer on that team. Uh, uh, I think it was uh, uh <laughs> wasn't it, it was Gasiel? That might have been his. he had like uh color hair. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like big. Yeah, he, he was he was like on he was like on one of the teams but he had been traded like during the game or something. And um, then yeah, fight
1: broke it broke out. It was, I think it was it was either that game or it was right after the game or something like that. But yeah, he he did get traded. Um, to Cleveland.
0: So not Trevor Because he was on Cincinnati, right? So not too far.
1: Yeah, no. He was he was on Cincinnati, and so he's going up the state to Cleveland.
0: But everyone would just probably prefer Cincinnati to Cleveland. Uh, not in baseball. Not yeah. in baseball? No, not in baseball. I wouldn't, not in baseball, no. I just thought Cleveland was just a dump all around. Well, Cincinnati and
1: Cleveland—they're both kind of dumpy. Sorry, to any of your <laughs> listeners that are from that area, but I, those are not enjoyable places to go visit.
0: I mean, really, just the whole state of Ohio. But uh, <laughs> so speaking of trades, so you had Puy go to the Indians. Casey, what what were some other notable trades that occurred?
2: Uh, really, there was only one notable trade. Um, I'm pretty sure Colin would back me up on that. Um, and that's the Houston Astros traded for Cy Young winner Zach Grinke. Um, and after that, there was a bunch of just little trades. Of uh, They traded Joe Schmo for some prospects. Uh Fun fact, or well, not fun fact, but Scooter Gentry, which I think I like him just because his name is Scooter. Jeanette. Uh, Jeanette, whatever. But <laughs> him, I just like his name because it's Scooter. But Scooter got traded to the Giants, so I felt like that was a big deal, because... Who's his- Scooter? What, was, what, what team was he on? He was on the Reds. Oh. Uh, yeah. He was in that fight. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, then Yasiel Pui uh, was traded from the Reds to the Indians, and then the Reds, in that same trade, uh, got Trevor... Is it Bauer? It looks yeah. like Bauer. Okay. Bauer. And then that was really... It. On big trades.
1: Yeah. Uh, the Mets got uh, Stroman.
2: Oh, yeah. That was earlier, that was wasn't
1: it? Anto. But, yeah, that that's really it. You'll enjoy this, Bo. So, Trevor Bauer, the guy that was traded for Yasiel uh his last start in Cleveland, he got pulled after he gave up several runs and just had kind of a bad inning. He took the ball and chucked it from the pitcher's mound. That was over home. the center field fence.
0: Ooh, mm-hmm. which is a about... bad. This is this is the type of stuff that I would watch baseball for if it happened all the time.
1: Uh, it was about three hundred and fifty feet plus, probably. Wait, from the mound. Threw
0: it from the mound? Yeah, threw it from the mound. Yeah, just behind the mound. Wait a minute. The... <laughs> I thought he had like gone closer to be able to throw it that far. <laughs> He threw uh, it I mean, from the mound over it.
1: He took he took maybe one or two steps from the mound towards center field and checked it. Yeah,
0: that's that's more than a football field.
1: I'm not good at math, so I'm gonna take your word three, for three, it.
0: Three hundred feet is hundred yards. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do math. math so this guy, so this guy's a pretty big deal.
1: Uh he's a good pitcher. He's a little bit of a head case, obviously,
0: because he checked the ball really? on the
1: field. But yeah, he's a pretty good pitcher.
0: Huh. I mean <laughs> he can throw it. Wow, that's far. Um so uh Zach Greek. I've heard that name before. Um what does that do for the Astros?
1: Uh it makes them very, very good and <laughs> very, very big favorites to win the World Series. I remember. They, they kind of do this stuff. Um, a couple of years ago, they got Justin Verlander. Um, it was a little different situation. It wasn't the trade deadline, but they kind of go out and they get big name pitchers who maybe are having a little bit of a down year or have a little bit left on their contract. And then, uh, then they go down to Houston and they end up having great rest of the years and great post seasons. So, it's kind of concerning if you're another team that's going to be in the playoffs to have to play Houston.
0: Yeah, I remember the last time we talked, you said Yankees, Dodgers, Houston is who you were looking at, and then this trade happened, so has Houston jumped ahead of the Dodgers and the Yankees?
1: You know, I think they're ahead of the Yankees at this point with that trade, and I think they were still probably ahead of them without it. The Dodgers, they have the best record. Well, the Yankees also have the best record. I think they're both neck and neck. Um, but the Dodgers are – they're probably the best team in baseball, I think. And they've been the best regular season team in baseball for probably the last three or four years. But when it comes to the postseason, they just kind of seem to – they just they just struggle, especially in the World Series, and especially Clayton Kershaw, who's the best pitcher on the planet. Um, not that he has bad stats or bad starts; he just isn't as dominant as he is in the regular
0: season. So this would be similar to, uh, a la James Harden.
1: Yeah, I, that's Russell. a good that's a good <laughs> comparison. Yeah, very dominant in the regular season, and then you know. Very good, but not the best in the postseason. Yeah, that's a good yeah. comparison.
0: So, Casey, there's a there's a thing here in our notes that says, "Is this heaven?" Oh, um, yes. I, I I for one, anything that involves baseball, I would probably not consider heaven. But I could see <laughs> uh, how someone who likes baseball could consider it that. Um, so, Casey, elaborate on this. So.
2: The, well, I think it was the MLB announced it. I don't really know who announces stuff for the MLB, but whoever announced it, um, they announced it, announced it, announced that um, they're going to construct a stadium where they f- uh, filmed the movie Field of Dreams and the Yankees and the White Sox are going to play on that field. Um, they have to make a stadium from like the ground up and they're only going to make it uh, 8,000 seats. So it's going to be very expensive to go to said game. Um, and since it's in Iowa and they farm, that's basically – all that's kind of like the point of the movie. Uh, in the outfield, you will be able to see the corn stalks growing. And so when they hit a home run out there, they're going to have to go search the, through the corn. So, yeah, there's that happening. Um, how do you like this, Colin?
1: I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Like you were saying, the cornfield. So in the mock-up, I think I saw the seats are on both the baselines and then behind home plate. But there's none in the center f- or none in the outfield, which means I don't know if they're going to build an actual fence or if they're going to just let the corn be the fence.
0: Oh, if they so let cool. the
1: corn be the fence, that may be the coolest thing to ever happen. Um, I don't know if they're going to do that or not. I hope they do, but. Yeah, like the you're corn saying, the fence.
0: People. They would gain a viewer. <laughs> <laughs> if the, the corners the fence, I would watch. There you have it, folks. So, do you think that this inspires other sports movies to recreate in real life what was done in the movie?
1: Well, I mean, you kind of see that a little bit in the NBA. I mean, the Pacers do the Hickory stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, your staff not really... I can't think off the top of my head of anything football-wise that does this. But I I don't really know how you can recreate something like that in another sport. I mean, I guess it'd be the same thing because you'd probably have to do a smaller venue. Like, you would have to take the Pacers and put them in like the Milan gym which holds like 300 people. Um... (laughs) Or, like, you could recreate Rudy and let some scrub walk on at Notre Dame. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know if they could really – I can't think of a movie they could recreate really well that they're doing this with baseball. And, like I said, I think the last time I was on, baseball just does – they're doing some cool things that they probably hadn't – even thought of or were willing to do probably five or ten years ago.
0: That's true. Um, in the movie Draft Day, uh, I think you could recreate that by making Kevin Costner the GM of the Browns and <laughs> having Jennifer Garner be his assistant. Um, so, well, you know who
1: you know who the main, plays the main character in Field of Dreams, right?
0: I know nothing about Field of Dreams.
1: <laughs> Kevin Costner is in uh, Field of Dreams.
0: Oh, uh, so he's just all over the place. He he's a had a... Of all trades. Like, he has had a mighty sports career. I'm trying... I don't... I can't think of any other movie. I mean, most of the sports movies are based off of, like, stuff that's happened in any way. But, uh...
2: Mm-hmm. Just remember the Titans. You can figure out where that's filmed. Um... Yeah, and then
1: I didn't, and you could have the Titans go play there. And they'd the oh. oh, and then they
0: do
2: the oh, oh, and the mighty, mighty Titans.
0: <laughs> That'd be
1: awesome.
0: You <laughs> uh, do the rookie. Yeah, I have like yeah. a have a, just a, a, a old guy who can throw fast. Come, come on the team. I'm I saw of, that movie. You watch that? I, I I saw the rookie when I was little. So I, I remember pieces of it. And Space Jam, you could recreate Space Jam. Um, and, well, <laughs> but in real life, so, like, now, you could have, uh, like, Michael Jordan playing with people dressed up like Looney Tunes, and you could have, uh... Like the Charles Barkley and all of them uh, dressed up like monsters, playing against. So it'd be so it'd be like NBA All Stars All Star Weekend, dressed up in costumes. Yeah, that, that could be an event on All Star Weekend. you have Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing and all those people dressed up in costume playing against Michael Jordan and a bunch of scrubs that are dressed like Looney Tunes.
1: <laughs> I, would well, I mean, Charles and Patrick and all of those guys are about the size of the monsters that are in the movie. I mean, <laughs> they're pretty large.
0: <laughs> and then and they could they could give Jordan like a, a long like rail that holds the basketball on the end. So he at the end of the game, he's standing at half court with this rail that reaches the basket, and it's like his arm extending.
1: And Bill and Bill Murray comes in and as a substitute and plays big minutes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, I see it now. And then. And then it's a double header and the next game is LeBron with a bunch of people that look like Looney Tunes, with with Anthony Davis and Chris Paul and who and Clay, Clay. Thompson uh, dressed up as the monsters, and they play a game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just the Lakers starting lineup. <laughs> it's LeBron and Anthony Davis and a bunch of Looney
0: Tunes. <laughs> That is oh.
1: He's not actually filming a movie. He's just going to practice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and eating tacos. Yeah. It's Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Taco
0: Tuesday. But, but uh, no, I remember, I remember when they announced that he, he was making Space Jam when he was in Cleveland, and people said, didn't we just watch this for a year? Um, <laughs> <laughs> going up against Golden State and the Monsters. <laughs>
2: yeah. The last question that we have is the lack of trades. So, like, why was there a lack of trades? Um, and the Yankees were big on that they were going to trade for somebody, like maybe uh, Noah Syndergaard or maybe like Matt Fumagalli or one of the bigger names, uh, but they didn't do it, obviously. Um, and so since Bobby the- Ray, Robbie that's Adam Montana's
0: yeah. manager. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Robbie Ray Stewart.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, they didn't trip for any of those guys, um, and since then, the Yankees have, I don't even know what their record is. They just won again a couple minutes ago, but they've won <laughs> 10, 11, 12 games since the trade deadline, and they've only lost a few, so like, was obviously... The Yankees apparently did something right. But the question is, like, why do you, why do you think there was a lack of trades, Um, Why do you think the big teams, other than Houston, didn't go out to go get people?
1: I think it directly is a result of the added wild card uh, slot that Major League has kind of gone to the last... I can't remember when they first started it. It's It's been recent. I'd say probably five to seven years. They added a wild card uh, team. So the two teams that play in the wild card, or the two teams that win in the wild card, the American League, National League, so they'll play each other. So the two wild cards in the American League will play each other, and then the winner of that game moves on and plays one of the division winners because there's three division winners, and then there's a wild card spot. So with the addition of that extra wild card spot, it brings in – many more teams than in previous years or before they added that slot. So if you look at the standings as they are right now, um, you can see the division winners and you can see teams that are not going to win the division. And so in normal years or in years previous before the added wild card spot, you would have teams called buyers and you would have teams called sellers. So the sellers of the teams that are not going to make the wild card are just looking to build their prospects and build their farm system, which is what I think a lot of or not a lot of teams. I think that is what Arizona did in trading Grinky, they got four prospects. They traded they traded like two or three guys and they ended up getting like eight prospects. Um, and some cash considerations. So going back to just the standings and stuff, you could, if the in the AL East, the Yankees are in first. The Orioles are 32 games behind. Toronto's 26 games behind. Um, in the Central, you've got Detroit 32 games, Kansas City 27 games. Um, in the West, Texas 14, Seattle 23. So, in the American League, looking at the standings now, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. There's eight teams standing wise that I would consider to be sellers, meaning that they have no shot at winning the division. But if you look at the wild card race, that number goes from eight to six. But in the National League, In the National League, I had one, two, three, four, five, seven teams, but the only one that I think is a legitimate seller in the National League is Miami because in the wild card, the Mets, who are 11 games back in the division, are only four and a half back in the wild card. So that's a difference of six-ish games. So because they're so close to the wild card, they're not going to consider themselves sellers because they still have an opportunity to probably make a run at a wild card spot. Whereas if that second wild card spot wasn't there, they're 11 games back, they're probably looking to deal Syndergaard or DeGrom or somebody of that nature. Same thing with San Francisco. San Francisco is 15 games back in the division, but they're only two games back of the wild card. So guys like Bumgardner, um, they're not going to sell because they feel like we have a shot at making the wild card. And that's why they went out and they got Scooter Jeanette. You know, same thing with Arizona. Arizona, Arizona is interesting to me because they're only three and a half back from the wild card, but they sold everybody. So that one is interesting. But a lot of the teams, I think they just decided that, hey, we're within even seven games of the wild card spot. If we make a run at this thing, we have a chance to make the playoffs. So I think that impacted why there wasn't so many trades. Um, And I think that, you know, most of these division races are so far or there's so there's such a gap between first and second that those second, third and fourth teams are still really close in that wild card race. And yeah. then the other thing is this is the first year where um, I think it's the waiver line they they've changed it because in the past teams could have picked up players in August, which is what happened when Houston got Justin Verlander. They got him like the last week of the season. Um, But with the hard trade deadline being July 31st this year, that stuff isn't going to happen. So I think teams are also kind of feeling out this whole new dynamic because this is the first year that's happened as well.
0: So have there been any teams besides the Dodgers, Yankees, Houston, that have come into the discussion of – top teams going into the playoffs? I think Cleveland
1: has jumped up. They played really well since the all-star break and they have really good offense so they can be dangerous in the playoffs. Um, they are, they were two and a half back at the all-star break. Um, I think they're closer than that now. I don't have that. I don't have the standings today. I looked at the ones that were, at the trade deadline, Philadelphia maybe they can make a run. They have a lot of young talent. Atlanta is also really really good, but they're also really really young. Um, I would still say my three favorites are the Dodgers, Houston, and the Yankees. Maybe the Cubs. They're yeah, how are
0: the how are the Cubs doing?
1: They just gave, they lost last night on a grand slam to Bryce Harper. Uh, Um, So that didn't go well But they've played better since the All-Star break But I think it's been kind of a long season for them They're still in first but
0: Well I mean it's 162 games It's a long season for everybody It is a long season There's like 50 games left to play Oh my gosh I thought the playoffs were starting like next month October Mm -hmm. I thought that's been the But it's over in October So that's a quick playoffs
1: it's a month, yeah. And so the the two wild card teams play one game, winner, move on to go to oh, the
0: division. Oh, I thought they all played series.
1: Well, and then the next
0: After one. After that. I think,
1: the ne- I think the division round is five, unless they've changed it to seven, and they might have. I get that and the NBA mixed up, because the NBA used to do that.
0: I think the, the division a seven five, all the way.
1: The ALCS is 7, and the World Series is 7. So the last game, according to the schedule, is October 30th. So that will be... that. If it gets to that, that'll be Game 7 of the World Series.
0: Oh, so there's still... Okay. There's a lot of baseball left. Dang it. Um. So... Um, <laughs>
2: Let's see. Casey, what, what is this that you have added just now? <laughs> okay. Um, I just thought about it, because um, we're talking about the Yankees. Um, I kind of want to talk about how bad the Orioles are against yes. the Yankees. So the Yankees have set the record for um, the most home runs against a single team. I believe they are at a, cur- a total of 61 home runs against... Just the Orioles? Is that... How many games have they played? 19?
0: Yeah. Why does anyone need to play one team 19 times and still have 50 games left in their season?
2: But <laughs> well, yeah. I so, feel like that's a legit question. <laughs> my baseball's so great. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so much entertainment. <laughs> but... To put that in perspective of the 61, the old record was 48 home runs. Ah. Um, so that's cool. – that was also set by the Yankees back in 1956. But, so they're
0: averaging roughly three and a quarter home runs every game.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a lot. And I wanted to just ask, <laughs> is that is that just a – show how good the Yankees are or is it just show how bad the Orioles are?
1: Well actually so the Orioles just called me and they offered me a contract. <laughs> That's how bad they are
0: kitchen right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's
1: a mix of both. Um Torres probably has
2: fifteen of those sixty. Uh, against the Orioles. He has right. 13. 13. Half of his home runs this year have come against the Orioles. That is so many. Um <laughs> uh, I think it
1: the Orioles just are not good and they haven't been good for a lot of years. Um they're in they're in rebuild mold, mode and the Yankees are in win now mode. The other thing is is like we talked about last time, the balls, the juice balls, everybody swings for the fences, Nobody's setting singles, everybody's hitting home runs, doubles. Um, I think that has an impact on it. Also, Yankee Stadium is not real big. So a lot of balls tend to be home runs there that maybe aren't home runs in other parks. And Camden Yards is also not real big either.
0: So that Wait also has- a minute. Wait a minute. There are not standard regulations. <laughs> no. What that's that's a huge advantage for whatever team gets to play in that stadium most. Yeah. That's No so wonder what? the Yankees always win. No wonder everyone hates them. This is <laughs> no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Well <laughs> It's not, not not
1: like in basketball and baseball or football, yeah. So like Yankee yeah, State sport. Well, yeah, Every
0: yeah. sport there's it's an equal field and everyone has to follow the <laughs> rules. This is lawlessness. <laughs> I want my fence to be ten feet from the batter's box. That's just just how I built my stadium, whatever. Just deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, what in the world? What? Why?
1: Like, Yankee Stadium, it's 318 to the right field line. At Fenway Park, it's like three-something to left field, but they have like a 50-foot wall.
0: And then you get to pick how big your wall is, too? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. This is... <laughs> Why? It's exciting. That's what makes it unfair. What? <laughs> what do you. This is. I don't.
2: What? And there's different grass bow. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Whatever. It's per-
0: not that big a deal. But the. the, the,
2: the oh, big deal. That, oh, the wall
0: is like a very large part of determining. What the score is! You're not... Why is no one else outraged
1: by this? Well, so in the, like, 50s and 60s when they built fields, like, the fences were further back than they are today. So, like, Hank Aaron and Babe Ruth and guys like that probably would have hit more home runs if they played today than they hit in 1932 and 1974
0: or something. What was wrong with that system? I mean, it's, it's a fence. It, like, we've not been a fence since then with our walls. The I, Why? Why? Why the need to just determine what, how we want? But see, but wouldn't you like it
1: if, like, the football field had, like, a triangle end zone, like, because the field wasn't big enough or something?
0: No. What? What do you mean? What do you mean? No. What? Oh, you know what? My players get tired more. I'm not going to make it 100 yards. Let's make it 25. Like I want my players to be able to score. Let's make half the field an end zone. That's what? arena football. It just doesn't make any sense. And like you said, records get... What's the point of having records? If you're just... Like, oh, he hit a bunch of home runs, but he also played in a park where the fence was 100 feet closer than everyone else did. Where is the sanctity of the game? What is the redeeming quality? like (laughs) golf, though. Not every golf hole's the same. But everyone has to play it! That's not... (laughs) That's not They're the same. <laughs> in baseball, everybody my has whole team, the same field. This arena more than every other team. I have a better record because my wall is 200 feet closer than theirs and it's 20 feet shorter. And I play it in that field a hundred more times than they do a year. And they play in their field a hundred more times than I do. Or like in Colorado,
1: the air is thinner.
0: That affects all sports, but <laughs> but that's okay, right? Well, I mean that's that's not something you can control. I can control where a wall's built. I can control nature. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but since the air is is thinner, shouldn't they build their wall further?
0: No. I almost got you. Football field's still a hundred yards in Denver. But the sidelines are
1: smaller in certain stadiums too, like Kansas City and Lambeau.
0: But it's the same dimensions of the field. But I don't – there's no – you're not making a point. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to justify your sport. And some of them have domes, so there's no wind.
1: I will give you that.
0: So
1: Bo Bo is going to run for president on a universal – gaming field dimension platform
0: <laughs> vote for best. i will run for the head of all sports i will I, this this is this is uh i mean this is like gymnastics this is like letting coaches be the judges i don't understand this is mm, this I, is going to keep you up at night is not it this will haunt me this i'm very upset i don't understand how you guys just sit there and laugh at me this is this is that's baseball this is, inf- this is infuriating well, why would I care about a sport that has no integrity?
1: <laughs> well, that I can understand the whole skateboard <laughs> thing and, and the whole you know strike thing and
0: the whole walls are closer in some places and further away in others thing
1: baseball probably has the most integrity issues i do I do have to agree with you on that
2: last thing and this is. Just something I thought of. So, the Oakland A signed Nathan Peterman to, like, a contract. Because he threw, like, 94, and they're like, um...
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was a quarterback. Which, yeah,
0: he's really bad. He played for the Bills. Hey, he... Did you see that run, though? He had the longest quarterback. He had, like, a 55-yard run in preseason for the Raiders. I
2: did not see that.
0: So, wait,
1: see, so that story is dumb, because... It's not like he stood there and threw at 94. He, like, crow-hopped into it and threw 94. So he probably only throws it 85, which is still impressive, but it's like, okay. I mean, has anybody ever seen him hit? Has anybody what? ever seen him throw?
2: Uh, I think there is.
1: Besides in, you know, a cage in a minor league field that may or may not actually tell the right speed.
0: What? Why do you need something to tell you the right speed if you can just change your walls to however you want them to be? <laughs> I got a radar gun. It's about it's off by forty five miles, and I and it says I throw ninety four.
1: You could play for the Orioles then. <laughs> I,
0: I I yeah. I mean that's I can throw ninety five if if you have the meter add fifty miles. I don't think I can I can probably I could probably hit a home run if you subtract four hundred feet from the fence. <laughs> uh, Bo is distraught. I knew there was a reason I wasn't into baseball. <laughs> it was, it's not fair. It's not this is this is it's lawlessness. This is mm, Why would why would you care who wins? Why would you care who wins? It's just gonna be whoever has the shortest wall. Unless they're really bad, then they just blew it. Like the Orioles.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think who has the biggest field so that Bo can cheer for that team. I'm gonna say it's probably San Diego. What's the or or Seattle? Seattle has a big field too. The most the most normal looking baseball field is probably Wrigley Field, so you can
0: be a Cubs fan, Bo. I do root for the Cubs in spirit. The Astros oh have, have the deepest center field. The yeah, deepest probably. deepest right field is the Cubs. Deepest left field is the Cubs. Left field walls the Pirates. Shortest center field is the Red Sox. So yeah, they can. I already hated them. The most <laughs> shallow outfield is the Boston's. In the right field Sox have the shortest center field, they have the shortest uh left what is it, left field, and they have the Yankees have the shortest right field. And all the time. No other team stands a chance. The Cubs <laughs> you wanna really know why it took hundred and ten years for the Cubs to win? Because they have the deepest left and right field lines. <laughs> no, it's because of a goat. That is an uneducated man's answer. That is no. <laughs> Look at the distance. This is what? Who is it looking at? I just look. I googled the size of fields and it told me
1: who's gonna win. Did you know that the Red Sox field moved their fence in when Ted Williams played? They added the fence, uh, where the bullpens are at right now, so that Ted Williams could hit more home runs. So that's why their field's shorter. So and then, that. well,
0: yeah. Yeah, and no one said, oh, wait a minute, that wouldn't, who isn't looking at this? This is, this is insane. They said, they said, I want my player to hit more home runs, I'm going to make my wall shorter, and everyone else said, okay, that's fine.
1: This is, this is eye-opening for me, because I'd never really thought of this. No, I hadn't either. (laughs) But I'm not saying you're. I'm not saying you're wrong. Though, this is cause... why you
0: need people who hate baseball in the offices. This is <sighs> this is boils my blood. I um, I don't even like baseball. I'm liking it less. The
2: <laughs> the goal I can't believe you this long to figure out that the field distances were different.
0: I just assumed it was like every other sport and things were equal and fair, so that each team had a. Good shot at winning, but no wonder there's no parity in this league. Talk about the NBA. At least you still got five on five. My goodness. Not playing <laughs> eight on four. Well, the sometimes are, they are with the, the referee. In some stadiums. Yeah. This is, mm, Let's make the goalposts a little narrower in ours because our kicker can kick it straighter. Uh, 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 uh. Why is no one else looking at this and going, oh, here's here's the fundamental problem in our sport?
1: I think you should email them.
0: Well, clearly they don't care. It's been how many years?
1: 140, 130.
2: A lot of years.
0: 1880 or something. That's like that's like the NBA. That's like, okay, the NBA, they want the Knicks to be relevant because they're a brand. Okay, well, okay, we're going to make their rim seven foot high, but we're going to make one in... Twelve. We're gonna make one in seven and one in twelve, and we're gonna let our team only play on the seven foot end.
1: I still don't think they'd win.
0: That's fair, but they would. They would be trying to help. Our players get winded. We're only playing half court from now on. That's the
1: direction society's going now. Don't joke about these things, though. They may come true.
0: Well, clearly, if you have people who run baseball in these sports, I mean, may come true. They were true 100
2: years ago in baseball. This is... Fun fact, there used to be no fences. Didn't know that. That'd
0: be more entertaining. You'd have to actually, like, make it around the bases for it to be a home run.
2: Yeah, there was no out-of-the-park home runs. And I'm looking at a picture from 1903 World Series. It's literally the fence is people. Like, just standing and watching.
1: It's like the field of dreams.
2: Yeah, field of dreams.
1: So, Bo, maybe this will make you feel better. So, have you ever seen the movie The Ridiculous Six?
0: I have.
2: (laughs) So,
1: you've seen the baseball scene? I'm trying to remember. It's when he creates baseball. And and he's up to bat, and and Adam Sandler throws a strike, and then he throws another strike. And then I think he fouls oh, him off and he's like, oh, Here's no, another fouls. thing. Oh, Let me bring count.
0: the mic right here. Strike zones are an opinion. <laughs> what is this?
1: <laughs> it's not going to change. That's going to change. Because in the minor leagues, they're testing the uh, computer calling balls and strikes. So it's the same for everybody. And then it sends a signal to an iPhone that the umpire is wearing or that the umpire is, has in his pocket and then he's got earphones in that tells him balls are strike. So uh, that's gonna change. Well
0: the umpire still be standing behind the catcher.
1: Yeah. Why? But this this will make you mad. Sometimes yes. they were they're able to reverse a call. Based like, on what the computer says? Like, well no, if the computer says strike, they still have some power to say ball. Or vice versa.
0: Why don't we just let the general manager stand out behind the catchers and make the call? That would be interesting. Everything's a strike. Unless we feel like losing that day. I mean, (laughs) why not just get a fan? Why not just get a fan? Hey, you stand right there. Uh, let's see, clearly you are here for the Red Sox, you're donning the hat, you're donning the jersey, uh, you decide whether or not the Red Sox just threw a ball or a strike.
1: Can't argue with it.
0: This is, I, this is, what and why do you enjoy this? The the You can't put any faith in the game, because you know it can be just whatever, there's no, there's no regulations. So, let me try
1: and change your opinion. So, every home run that is hit is hit at least the distance of a football field. Does that change your opinion?
0: No! Because the Red Sox can hit a home run, sure, it's a football field, but it's 390 feet, but if you're in the Astros, you have to hit it 436 But if you hit it
1: at the Red Sox, you hit it 319 feet, but you have to hit it 50 feet in the air to clear the fence.
0: So add 50
1: feet to 319, so that's at least 359 feet or 69 feet.
0: Why aren't they just all the same? It would just be so much easier to just say, hey, everybody, your fence has to be... 30 feet tall, and, I mean, the arc doesn't change in basketball. They don't say, oh, this three-pointer is now this far away if you're playing in Cleveland, but if you're playing in L.A., you get a closer three-point shot. But that's comparing apples to oranges now. Okay, so so you say in L.A., our rims are 13 feet high and our – Three-point line is four feet closer, but in New York, the rims are seven feet high, and the three-point line is ten feet further.
1: But you don't think that would be enjoyable? No! It's not fair! What if that was all you knew, though? Like, that's just how it was. Like, everybody built their own court.
0: And you're just a bunch of sheep that follow along with what people thought a hundred years ago? Yeah. No innovation? No free thinking? This is not... league i want to be a part of
1: this is not america
0: this is not america (laughs) america's pastime no this has been a fool's game because what i mean you're looking okay so the nba is that not enjoyable the home team plays in that stadium 41 times that's a distinct advantage. That's home field advantage to a whole nother level if a team that's away comes to play in that stadium and is used to their thing being 14 feet high with the three-point line being 12 feet closer.
1: But let me let me try and get your opinion again. So in basketball or in football, everybody's playing the same thing. So, yeah. That is equal, but in baseball, everything is different. So you have to be constantly changing and adapting, which makes it interesting. Like, yeah. like you, In the NBA, they have to play 41 games. So in baseball, you're probably playing 80, 81 games at home, 81 games on the road. So, you know... The Yankees, there's you were talking about the advantages if if the NBA were to do this or if the NBA were to do this. So clearly there's an advantage in New York because the Yankees guys they play their 81 times, they play they practice there, so they know the kind of ways the ball is going to bounce off the fence if it hits the fence or how it's going to, you know, react in different environments. And so every team has 81 games where they have the advantage, but clearly, like in the Yankees case, when the Yankees go to Camden Yards, they have the advantage because they are the better team. So it brings out the better team every single night. So it really doesn't have that big of an impact.
0: No, it doesn't bring out the better team every night. The better the better team would be the one that's used to playing in the, in the thing that they're playing in.
1: So, like the Yankees haven't lost this year at Camden Yards,
0: so that's not their home field. But is it that much different than their home field? Uh, the fences, I think, are like closer to the ground in their stadium
1: or in the, in, in, the uh, in Camden Yards. I think they're. I feel like their
0: fences are shorter, like height-wise. But they're the same distance. Roughly. So then that's an advantage to the Yankees when they're on the road. What, they're about used to hitting the, at, what about they're when used they are to have- in
1: Boston? They've won more games in Boston this year than they've lost. And Boston is the defending world champions.
0: But Boston also has the shortest walls. They also have the tallest wall. That's true.
2: But it's the shortest. Yeah, it's like 80 feet tall. Maybe more. Probably higher. A lot of the fences
1: also kind of impact the seating too. So like the way the field is built, you may have you may have bleacher seats like in like in Cleveland where they did the home run derby. So in left field they have like a 30 foot wall the whole length of left field and there's like a pavilion there where, like, that's where concessions and stuff are. That's where people sit and watch the game. Um, at Um Like, they don't have necessarily, I think, bleacher seats in left field. They have, like, tables and stuff. Whereas, like, Yankee Stadium, they have seats and bleachers in left field, center field, right field. In Boston, they have, like, three or four rows of seats on top of the giant wall. But on the other side, they have bullpens, and then they have seats. So... A lot of times they build their stadiums to accommodate the most amount of people, but like Fenway Park is a hundred years old plus uh Wrigley Field is a hundred years plus old um Yankee stadiums new because they just built one but. Like, Ten years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it, probably uh, because the, probably the walls were too far for the other team, so they, uh, they decided to go another stadium so they'd be shorter. They could hit I, th- more I think less. the walls are actually the same.
1: I think they built the dimensions the exact same. Still dumb. <laughs> in the <laughs> stadium, they used to have statues in center field.
0: Wait, what?
1: Yeah. So in Yankee Stadium, there is a place called Monument Park. And before they um, put the fence in front of Monument Park, the fence was behind Monument Park. So there were statues in center field.
0: There literally are no rules.
1: Anarchy. In Tampa, there is a fish tank in center field with uh, manta rays. Why? Oh. Because they're the Tampa Bay Rays.
0: Yeah, but I mean, why? The, why is there a thing in the field?
1: Well, it's in the stands. It's not on the field, but...
0: Oh, it, okay.
1: It's, like, right on... it Like, you can hit a home run over the fence in that area, and it'll land in the tank. Well, that's not that bad. In Arizona, there's a pool in, like, center field. So, you you can buy a ticket and hang out at the pool and watch a baseball game.
0: So like, that's cool. I don't mind that, but let's make the pool, like, the same distance away from home play as the, the fence is supposed to be. In at Wrigley Field,
1: they have baskets that are angled from the fence. So technically you don't have to hit a baseball out of the field in order to hit on, on run you don't have to clear the fence to hit home run right at Wrigley Field.
0: What? But uh. well, why? And everyone's just okay with this.
1: Yep. Yeah. But in-, in Los Angeles, the Angels have like rocks in center field, like gigantic boulder rock mountain things. In Kansas City, they have waterfalls. waterfall. In Houston, they have a train that goes, um, That toots its horn when they hit on runs. (laughs) Oh, and Milwaukee, they have a gigantic yellow uh, slide that the mascot slides down.
0: But none of these things affect the gameplay, like having a wall (laughs) that's shorter or longer or taller or shorter. This...
1: The bases are the same distance, and the pitcher's mound is the same distance. That's universal.
0: Well, I would hope so. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they weren't. But I hear the I heard that uh, the second and throw is longer than first to second because there's a short stop in between.
1: But like in football, <laughs> somebody in basketball. Okay. <laughs> Is there really a home field advantage? See in baseball, there's a true home field advantage.
0: The crowd, the eleventh man, the twelfth man, the the sixth man, the you know, the, let's let's make the people who you're representing on the field be a factor. That's true. I don't disagree with you, about So why do you like this sport? Because it's beautiful we grew up in in all of its ugliness (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah
1: there's no such thing as a perfect relationship (laughs) though i love baseball for all of its ugliness and nastiness and corruptness and fakeness
0: you're the sucker that gets wronged and wronged and wronged and just keeps sticking in a bad relationship even though everyone else knows you need to get out of it. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It'll break your heart. This segment, it it just went off the rails. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wrapping up a half hour ago.
1: There are no more questions. In conclusion, if you have listened this far into this podcast, Bo is still trying to wrap his head around baseball not having universal dimensions.
0: We'll be back probably in a month or so. Well, I don't know. Baseball's got, what, 50 games left? Who knows when we'll be back? We'll probably be back around playoff time, but I don't know when that. Probably. Probably. Just a month and a half. month and a half. Because what's the records now? They've played, what, 130 games? 80, it's one, because they've played 110 three. games, some teams have played each other yeah. 20 times, and that's apparently not enough to decide who's better. So we're going to have 50 more to determine the playoffs. and then Probably we're gonna... 120. Shit. Why do you need... Well, okay, last question. Why do you need <laughs> 160 games to know who's better at baseball?
1: It's a marathon. It's like a marathon. But
0: why? I.
2: Would you, Oh, here's the question. If I've, the NBA had 160 games in a season, would you watch them all? I don't watch it if it has 82. Okay. <laughs> I, don't,
1: uh, I don't watch 162 games.
2: Who watches 100?
1: I. That's probably more than that. But
2: <laughs> oh, <boy.
0: laughs> I didn't think it would be 100. Wow. I watch a lot of baseball games. You know what? I don't think. I don't think you would need 162 games if we had the same regulation uh, distances and everything. You would
1: love a strike a strike year when they play like 120
0: games. That's still too many. <laughs> How many teams are in the in the MLB? Thirty. 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 There is thirty teams. In the NBA. Uh. And the season is half as long. Do what the NBA does. You play teams in your conference four times. You play teams not in your conference twice. 80 games.
1: But in baseball, you play teams in your
0: conference teams in your league. You don't need to. You don't need to. Why do you need to play a team 28 times? I'll know who's better after seven. You have a seven-game series. Why is the World Series not a twenty-one-game series?
1: Because it would finish in December. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe well, it's, they it's, might
2: be playing outside.
0: But you need twenty game. Well, why? But you play twenty times in the regular season. Why? I feel like the World Series would be the time to play all the games to find out who's better. So, well, you can determine that in seven games. baseball
1: baseball is that sport that takes over after basketball. So you've got March Madness ends in well, April. Baseball well, starts in April. I know we, that the playoffs end in June.
0: and then free agency's the story. Oh uh, okay. Baseball and then, free and then NFL training camps. And then oh, NFL yeah. and then NFL's the story during the playoffs for the baseball.
1: But see, that's why baseball has to be so long because they need some press time. Because these other sports are taking
0: advantage of this Okay, let me can can I propose something again. Mm-hmm. Baseball regular seasons hundred games. Deal. Or eighty games. And your playoffs are in July, and your World Series is in August, when nothing else is going on. It's too hot. Too hot, I mean. you'd get the ratings! You wouldn't be competing with Sunday Night Football and losing your ratings during your World Series. I don't think they lose a lot of ratings in the World Series. No. Because the, the games... But there's literally, a lot of every, there's nothing else to watch! There are other options in the fall. Yeah.
1: But would you rather watch a playoff baseball game or a game between the Bears and... The Bills and Dolphins. Yeah. Bills and Dolphins all day. Wow. You're a better man than me.
2: I'm a (laughs) Dolphins fan and I don't want to watch that game.
0: I mean, I if I could choose neither, I would. But if I had to pick one, it's going to be far more entertaining. You want to go outside, Holly? Yeah, mm. she's tired of hearing your, your crap. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, like, Bose hates baseball.
1: <laughs> Holly doesn't like baseball either. She barks at TV. <laughs>
0: probably saying that fence is shorter than the one I saw yesterday. <laughs> I would I would watch baseball playoffs in July and August because there's nothing else to watch. I, I mean I think that's prime time. That's the window. I think you're I think you're expanding the window too far in the other.
1: But like when baseball games are on in July and August like even I get kind of tired of constantly watching baseball. <laughs> because they'll play for like two weeks straight. They won't have an off day for like 14, 15 days.
0: That's because they don't do anything like other athletes. They can afford to play every day. They don't need time off to rest and recover.
1: But they could get hit with a baseball.
0: How They often could twist that an ankle.
1: Cool. They could tear their ACL. For the Yankees, it happens every
0: other day.
1: <laughs> I think you would like old school baseball, Bo. New school baseball, I don't think, is your cup of tea. I think you want like Nolan Ryan throwing at Robin Ventura and then bench clearing brawls and then Robin or then Nolan Ryan has blood on his jersey after he gets in a fight and then he continues to pitch.
0: It's like a mix between MMA That does sound more interesting. That does sound more interesting. The fight did capture my attention, as as in NASCAR. I saw a fight in NASCAR, and I was like, NASCAR needs that. Because otherwise, you're just making a bunch of left turns and drowning me out to sleep with your white noise. And you're wasting my resources and gasoline. Sure, that's not very economical. We need to make if NASCAR wants to continue on. I don't know why they're not the public enemy number one using all our resources, but if they want to continue on, they should switch to smart cars. (laughs) Welcome to the Prius 500. Exactly. We've got. I would watch that the Prius 500. We've got the Prius 500. We've got a hundred Priuses that are about to go 500 laps. Put them in turbo mode or power mode or whatever it is. You got to strategically do it though. You can only use so much gas. That should be the. That should be. There should be strategy there. Anyway, we're going to try this again. So we have a Facebook page at Sports Shenanigans HM. We have Twitter at Sports Shenanigans. Send us an email at HMS Shenanigans at gmail dot com. Thank you for listening for however long you listen to this. And uh, yeah, we're going to be gonna be back soon with more stuff be more have more baseball here in about a month and a half we're gonna pick that back up in the playoffs unless something crazy happens but i'll probably still be trying to figure out why walls are not